Hello everyone in this podcast I Reza Sharma along with my teammates Adya Koshik Arpit Bhati Pak Tyagi and Yashika Choudhury are here to tell you all about communism the Chinese communist party and the measures taken by the government which were not democratically inclined Karl Marx was born in the German Rhineland to middle class parents of Jewish descent who had abandoned their religion in an attempt to assimilate into an anti-semitic society the young marx studied philosophy at the university of berlin and received a doctorate from the university of jena in 1841 but he was unable because of his jewish ancestry and his liberal political views to secure a teaching position according to friedrich engels the basic Elements of Marxist theory are to be found in German philosophy, French socialism and British economics. Of these, German philosophy was surely the formative influence on Marxist thinking. Yes, Adya, I heard about it and also that Karl Marx had moved to Paris to work away from the risk of jail in Germany on a German-French socialist-leaning periodical. Yes, you heard right. Then we talk about the second aspect of Marx's theory, which was his critique of capitalism. Marx held that human history had progressed through a series of stages from ancient slave society to feudalism to capitalism. Now, an account of Karl Marx is incomplete without talking about the Communist Manifesto. The Communist Manifesto written in 1848 was a pamphlet by Karl Marx and Friedrich Engels to serve as a platform of the communist league they felt that the communists were the vanguard of the working class and constituted the section of society which would accomplish the abolition of private property and raise the proletariat to the position of ruling class yes Also communism is a debatable topic when it comes to China because of the presence of the communist party there. The Communist Party of China or CPC commonly known as the Chinese Communist Party CCP is the funding and sole governing political party of the People's Republic of China PRC. The CCP leads eight other legally permitted subordinate minor parties together as the United Front. The CCP was founded in 1921 mainly by Chin Duxiu and Li Dazhao with the help of the Far Eastern Bureau of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union and Far Eastern Secretariat of the Communist International. I have known that the CCP also controls the country's armed forces, the People's Liberation Army, right? Yes Arpit you are right it does control the country's armed forces the PLA and is also one of the two major historical contemporary parties in Chinese history more recently current chinese president and the communist party leader xi jinping has endured continued party tolerance for religion as filling a moral void that has developed amid china's past phased economic growth In 2015 the government removed 1200 crosses from church buildings across Zhejiang province. In 2016 a Zhejiang court sentenced a protestant pastor to 14 years in prison for resisting a government order to take down his church's cross 
In 2018, the government demolished the Golden Lamb Stand Church in Shanxi Province. Yes, Yashika, this was and still is all over the news that how the Communist Party of China is actually making China less democratic. The instances you have told are day-to-day happenings in China. But does any one of you know about the most brutal incident that took place in China in 1989? Well, the year 1989 is known for the Tiananmen Square massacre. Yes, you are right, Parth. The Tiananmen Square massacre took place in the Tiananmen Square in Beijing. For several weeks in the spring and the early summer of 1989, it was the focus of unparalleled protests by students and workers against the political and economic system, leading to a brutal government crackdown and international condemnation of the communist regime. Oh, I didn't know about that. What happened? Well, it all started on April 15th with the death of Hu Yaobang, former chairman and general secretary of the Communist Party of China. He was very liked in China as he was an opponent of corruption and nepotism in the political system. He was also democratically minded than other leaders of the CPC, being in favor of greater freedom of speech and press, which the Communist Party didn't like as it wanted control media. His death made the nation grieve. There were small protests carried out. One of the largest gatherings was in the Tiananmen Square. More and more students became participating, seeing it as an opportunity to protest for greater democracy and call for the resignations of Chinese Communist Party leaders who deemed too repressive. The students prepared a list of seven demands to the standing community of the Communist Party, but in vain. On April 20, the police brutally attacked the students. Now the students demanded freedom of press and freedom from corruption. A number of children went on hunger strike, which won them the support of many people. In May, a martial law was declared in Beijing. The Communist Party of China had sent the military to evacuate the protestants as they were setting a bad image of the party, nationally and internationally. The military was blocked by the protesters and so the military returned to its base. The protesters then built the Goddess of Democracy and rallied around her. On June 3, the Communist Party called the People's Liberation Army. Oh yes, the CPC controls it and it does whatever the party wants, even if it's not humanitarian. Yes, Arpit, and that's exactly what happened. When the protestants burned buses and blocked the army's way, in response, the army opened fire on the crowds. Tanks ran over people, crushing them to death. This led to increase in censorship in China. The government still tries to hide the truth. No books have the incident of Tiananmen massacre in it. Even if there were, they were burned down. Visitors are still not allowed to visit the Tiananmen Square. Chinese children are untaught about it and the media or say controlled media has forgotten about it. Well, even because of so many ill doings of the CPC, it has still managed to be in power for 100 years now. Wow, 100 years? That's a lot. But how did it all start? 
well the ccp was founded secretly in 1921 in the chinese city of shanghai by a group of revolutionaries who were inspired by the bolshevik revolution in russia less than 15 years ago yeah only 50 members were at the first congress that was organized with the help of the russian communist party yes and one of the revolutionaries chen dukshu was the ccp's first general secretary china was going through a phase of civil unrest and the ccp defined odds to expand its influence in villages to become the main rival of the nationalist government of chiang kai shek well i know that china is not a monarchy or a declared dictatorship but it is ruled with dictatorial zeal by the ccp which celebrates the 100th anniversary of its founding that's right yashika did you guys know that the ccp is the world's second largest political party after bharatiya janata party over 6.5% population of china has ccp membership total member of ccp stand over 9.5 crore yes but the women still make up less than 30% of the ccp members Yes, that's true. Mao Zedong was the representative of Yuhan province. He rose to become the commander of the Red Army in 1935 and then became the founding leader of the People's Republic of China in 1949. It was under him that the communists overthrew Chiang Kai-shek's government, forcing him to retreat to Taiwan in 1949. Yes, once in power, Mao Zedong ruled China with iron will and crushing power. He launched an economic program called the Great Leap Forward in 1958. It was an ill-fated imitation of Soviet policy. Yes, Arpit, a massive propaganda for agriculture collectivization was launched to make the program a success but unfortunately it ended in a disaster a man made famine causing about a staggering 3 crore starvation deaths in china but the government did not accept its failure does anyone of you know who the ccp's current general secretary is i know the ccp's current general secretary is the chinese president xi jinping who is considered as the most powerful chinese leader since mao zedong yep that's right xi jinping has taken chinese policy to conservatism with an imperialist idea of reestablishing the middle kingdom aggressive economy territorial takeover hardening of socialist stand and crushing of opposition are the idea of his dominance recently china has made changes in hong kong electoral system the new electoral system has increased membership of the legislative council the number of hong kong legislative council also known as hklc members will be increased to 90 with the additional member also nominated thereby reducing the share of elected representatives The election committee Hong Kong Electoral College has been expanded to include Beijing nominated members. 
the election committee as previously will be responsible for electing the chief executive and will also choose some of the members of hklc the change will give beijing appointed politician a greater say in running the hong kong special administrative region hksar marking the biggest change since the handover in 1997 also choose some of the members of hklc it will erode the political freedom that distinguishes hong kong from the mainland under the one country two system model Hong Kong is the fourth largest export market for India. India is of the view that Hong Kong can play an important role in strengthening ties with China as it is considered a gateway to China. From this discussion, we all came to know about the measures taken by the CPC which have deteriorated the democracy in China. Chinese communism has failed to achieve the standards of Karl Marx and his teachings as can be seen in the situation discussed here.